Welcome back in, Brady Farkas Show here on this Monday, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. We're up until 6.40 tonight, and then Red Sox baseball. Sox swept the Yankees, now taking on the Minnesota Twins for a series, four-game series, beginning tonight at Target Field. A lot of Red Sox talk today, but I want to deviate from that and do a little check-in with the UVM women's basketball program. Catamounts won the America East title last year, got to the NCAA tournament, fell to UConn in the first round, and joining us now is head coach Lisa Kresge. Coach Kresge, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you being with us. You know, when your team is going through the moment, when any team is going through the moment, we, the media, always ask, what does it feel like? What does it feel like? And the coach always says, I'm focused on today. Let me reflect when the season's over. I'll have a better idea of it all. We're three months past. Have you reflected yet? Four months past, even. Are you? Have you reflected yet on the season that was? Um, yeah, some, uh, a lot of times it's, uh, sitting down and just checking in with our players or new recruits and just thinking back on the season we had. Um, and I'm, I'm in a good seat where I get to brag about our players and the amazing job they did. But, um, thinking back, it was pretty darn impressive what this group did. And, uh, I just like in the moment, you can't think about the streak and things like that, but that was pretty impressive. And I've never been around something like that. And they found a way in each game. It was different. Um, probably shouldn't have won a couple of those, but this group found a way. So, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty special year. Um, and I'm trying to soak it up now because we're really get, our players get back in a couple of weeks and it's on to the next season. So really soaking up the good memories here and uh, really reflecting on what an incredible job this group did this past year. It's kind of low hanging sports radio fruit that when a team does something for the first time, I can sit here from 30,000 feet and say, that's the springboard that gets the program to the next level. That's the jump off point. Do you see this season as that way, or is it just kind of a slow, gradual build? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that our program talked a lot about, even in the season, of not getting too high, not getting too low, um, and just staying in the moment. And I think for us, yes, we, we've raised the bar for this program, or closer to where the bar was at one time. Um, but uh, we're going to take every day as a new challenge, and it's a new season. We have... A similar roster, but a new roster, and it's a new year, and other opponents in the league have different rosters. So I think while it was great that what we did this past year, we we need to take on the challenge again, and um, there's going to be things a little bit different, like a target on our back is a little bigger and things like that. Um, but uh, I think we have a good foundation, and that's the most important thing I think we take from this past year is the foundation, the excitement around the program, the community support, all that's amazing. We want to build off of it. Um, so it's a good starting point, but uh, I know everyone's talking about it, and they, they expect big things from this group coming this year coming, but uh, it's a new team, so we'll figure that out when they arrive in a couple of weeks. You know, this is such a nerdy coach question that maybe only I'll be interested in it. So apologies to the uh, to the audience in advance. But I've played on bad teams. I've played on good teams. I have coached bad teams. I have coached good teams. And when you coach a bad team or a young team, you have one demeanor and everything is a is a teaching moment and everything is a hey, we're going to learn from this. When you coach a good team that has expectations, you're wound a little more tightly. You get a little more frustrated easily. How do you avoid that? Because I'm sure you want to stay you, even though there are heightened expectations. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, it's, 
I think we felt a little of that this past year, um, the previous year having 20 wins. That kind of felt like the momentum was starting to shift in the right right direction. And there was a little expectation, whether it was internally or outside of our, our program. Um, and so, yeah, there's moments there. Um, I think um, it's going to be a learning curve. It's the first time this group is sitting in a situation that there there's this this hope and this expectation, this want to, to repeat. Um, and so that's going to be a lot of mental work, a lot of mental training among our staff and of our players, how to handle that. Um, but it's the first time we're doing that, um, all of us in the staff and this program. So um, I think it's going to be a learning curve. Um, I'm glad you brought the question up because it is something we've already started talking about. Um, but, yeah, we, we want to stay true to ourselves as best we can. And, and we have each other to, to reel ourselves in if we need or pick each other up. Um, but it's a good question. And, and hopefully at the end of the season, I can revisit this question and say it all went well. <laughs> <laughs> and Coach Lisa Kresge, UVM women's basketball team with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV. You know, I think back to America East Championship weekend and your team played on Friday afternoon and the men played on Saturday. And I, all week I was trying to figure out, which team has more pressure right now? Does the women's team have the pressure going first, trying to set the stage for the great weekend? Or does the men's team have the pressure trying to follow up what the women did and not let everybody down in quotes? When you think about that weekend, how much pressure did your team have playing first, if any? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think there was a lot of pressure, um, but um it, we really tried to hone in on not focusing on that, um, focusing on the details that we can control. Um, that being said, from my seat, the pressure was this group was amazing. They worked so hard. And, and, and Albany did, too. Whoever was in that game at that point worked really hard, but you want it for them. And so you don't want to be the reason that the ball drops. Um, so I think our staff tried to take on the pressure and tried to take it away from the players so they weren't feeling it, even though I know they were feeling it. Um, but I, I know the men, I mean, what they've done in year in and year out, and that's another layer of pressure that I think they always um, have to face and handle. Um, so I don't know if you can really weigh who had more pressure, to be honest with you. But um, thankfully, we both found a way to, to get it done. And uh, it, was, it was really a fun weekend for Catamount Country. And I'm just lucky to be part of it. You get Delaney Richardson back this year for a fifth year. You get Emma Utterback back for a fifth year this year. They both um, spoke with me around that time, around their decisions. What goes into that from your end? Is it, hey, I'm trying to convince you and re-recruit you to come back for a fifth year? Is it, hey, it's your decision? You know, Let me know what you decide. What's kind of your role in their decisions? Yeah, um, unique situation, I think, with the fifth year. That one's a, a little different to me than other transfer situations. Um, they gave Vermont four years. Um, but I think the with their class, they only got six games in one year. Mm. Um, so in the back of my head, I was hoping they, they want to really get four true years here. Um, we love them to death, not only as basketball players, as ambassadors of this program and human beings. So, um, of course, we wanted them here. We let them know that, um, we, you know, we didn't want to make it hard on them, but we, we did want to make it hard on them that they, they had something special here. The community adores them. Their teammates love them. They had something special. And why not come back and, and try to do something a little bit more than you just did? Um, so, of course, transparency, um, they were wonderful. Their families were wonderful through it all. Um, there was a lot of conversations. Um, but at the end of the day, I was going to support them and what was best for them. And uh, they did give the University of Vermont and, and thankfully me four years. So at that point, I, I just felt like I was going to be supportive, let them know what we think, what we love about them, and then let them make a, a decision. And thankfully, 
in my eyes, they made the right decision. <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen this. We've all seen this several times in our life watching sports. A, a coach at a low major, a mid-major has good success and then gets poached by some bigger school. Did anybody come calling for you this offseason? Yeah, um, I think, I mean, yes, I've heard from some schools, but um, this is a really good fit for me, for mm -hmm. my family. Um, what I love, this group, um, th this community, this is a really special place. Um, and so I'm really happy where I'm at. Um, it's part of the business, if you will. Um, but I always joke and I'm serious and that I've always been a, a mid-major kid growing up watching yeah. Monmouth basketball and then went to Marist and was mid-major there, only coached at the mid-major level. There's something special about this level. And then you're in a community that really supports sports, women's basketball, our program. Um, so I, I wouldn't be leaving for anything but, but the most special job out there. And right now this is it. And I'm happy with where I'm at. Well, we're certainly happy as a fan base that you have uh, have you have stayed and this should be a really good year ahead. We've talked a lot about good things. There is one bad piece of news that came out last week that Catherine Gilwey is going to be out for the season with an injury. Um, and I can only speculate as to what that is, but out for the year this early is certainly serious. Um, she's a huge part of your team. I was constantly impressed by the way she ran the floor, not only her ability to score, but her ability to get everybody in proper positions. And you know that more than anybody as a former point guard yourself. She's not someone that you can replace, but early on here, what's the plan? Yeah, um, really, really sad news for for her uh you don't want to see anybody go through injuries ever um but um i think the rest of the team is is we're gonna find a way um we're not gonna replace her for her um but it's gonna be a community effort um to replace what we lost in a lot of ways um we have some players that were on the roster this past year that um i think are hungry to step into a role and now they might be getting that role a little quicker and same with a couple first years coming in that we're excited about um you know Kat Thuringewell has done so much for us, but if you look back for her freshman year, she was she was thrown to the deep end fast, um, mm -hmm. and she she did a great job with it. And um, so I think a couple of young players are going to be in the same situation, but they're going to have Kat help them through it. I think that's something um, she's the type of person that's going to make the most of any situation, um, and she's going to be another coach for us, um, and she's going to help these young ones in a situation where maybe she didn't have an upperclassman to help when she was going through that role as a first year. So um, it's going to be a team effort, uh, tough, tough loss for sure. Um, but I think this group is, is going to find a way um, to, to pick each other up. And right now it's picking up Kat and helping her through this, but also getting somebody else ready. And maybe it's a couple players ready to, to take over some serious minutes and scoring. And, and like you said, floor general for us. Kind of another nerdy coach question, but I'm, I'm curious here. I'm sure one of the options on the table is you could put Emma Utterback in the point guard spot. She's a, a veteran player, a player that you trust with the ball. And I'm sure that would be good, but it would also take her away from what she does best. So how do you balance maybe the easiest decision for you and getting the ball in a veteran's hands, but also not kind of upsetting the apple cart from the rest of the team? Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's definitely an option on the table. But um, to your point, I think as, as a staff, we got to figure out how to get the most out of each and every, every player. Um, and Emma's scoring ability and what she does in transition, things like that are really important to, to our success so far. And I think it's going to be another huge part to, to us this coming year. So I think we're, we're going to hopefully find some players that can be another ball handler that doesn't have to take Emma out of her rhythm because that's important to what we do in our offense. So, um, yeah, there's times even, I mean, 
Kat's first year, there was times I had to move Emma over for, you know, a game and it just worked. And sometimes we might have to do that, but I'm really hopeful that we have some young players on this roster that are ready to step in a role and, and be a floor general and keep Emma in the place where she can be most successful. You know, I'll get you out of here on this. I may be wrong, but I feel like I don't ever remember an off season where we didn't know the schedule by this point. Maybe it, maybe it is usually later, and I'm just jonesing for some hoops talk here. But uh, what do we know about the schedule and kind of the timeline at this point? Uh, it's still a work in progress. Um, it's definitely been been a little bit tougher to schedule games. I think we're feeling a little what uh, Coach Becker has gone through yeah. with the success of their program. Um, a lot of moving parts and uh, we're trying to have a healthy balance, obviously give some home games for our amazing crowd to be out and see our players. Um, you know, our schedule definitely already is looking like it's going to be even harder than last year, which was a big jump for this program. And I think we're at the right point that we want to have those, but a healthy balance would be nice. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, we actually don't have a single contract signed at this point. Um, so oh, no. we're, <laughs> yeah, we're really working hard right now on the schedule. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, probably I'm guessing August, really. Okay, August. So we'll look forward to two months from now. So <laughs> Coach Kresge, much appreciated. Enjoy the rest of the offseason. I know the offseason for a coach is never as long as maybe you might like it to be, but uh, we look forward to more uh, UVM Hoops talk here in the near future. We'll catch up down the road. Thanks for having me.